the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Bob Bernie Live. Looking at today's news through a biblical worldview. Well, much of the world continues to mourn the passing of Queen Elizabeth II. Uh, Particularly Great Britain, obviously, she was revered, loved deeply. Um, I I don't know a whole lot about British royalty. I I really don't. I, I don't think the same love, respect, reverence, uh, will be headed towards the new king, uh, King Charles III. I don't think so. And uh, he is not going to rule like his mother did. Uh, his mother, I don't have any doubt that his mother was a follower of Christ. She loved God, loved the Lord, loved Jesus. Uh, politically, she was pretty much down the middle Uh Prince Charles, who is now King Charles, no. Uh, I have no idea what caused it, but he has swung pretty far to the left in a whole lot of social justice things, and he's big, big, big into the ecology. And um, uh, he, um, I don't know. I, I just don't think he is going to be as revered by the British people as his mother was. We'll see. I hope so. And now that the weight has fallen on his shoulders, I hope he um, turns back a little farther to the right from where he was. Uh, The Queen's body is lying in state in St. Giles Cathedral in Edinburgh. Um. Again, I don't know anything about English tradition, but I guess this is part of it. I believe her body is going to be taken to Buckingham Palace tomorrow, I think. But she's lying in state in St. Giles Cathedral. Uh, Been there. One of the strangest events of my visit to... um, England, Scotland, and uh, uh, North Ireland and Ireland several years ago was our visit to St. Giles. Uh, If you know anything about the Reformation, the uh, birth of the Presbyterian Church, St. Giles is where John Knox was the pastor. Out of all of the pastors who have been at St. Giles, John Knox was by far, I mean by far, the most famous pastor. No one else is even close. 
So uh, I was really excited to go to St. Giles. I just assumed that there would be uh, references all over about John Knox, his history. Couldn't find anything. Couldn't find anything. Uh, When you walk in the door, there was a huge display designating St. Giles as a United Nations World Heritage Site. Yeah, nothing to do with religion, Presbyterian, no. United Nations World Heritage Site. Big, big, big display. I don't know whether it's still there because it's been several years ago. Uh, But you walked in the door and and there it was. And so we looked around and uh, I finally found someone. I guess they worked for the church. I said, um, where's the commemoration of John Knox? And this is the truth. He had to think for a minute. And then he says, you go right there, you go till that ends, uh, that dead end, and then you turn left, and then you go all the way, all the way, all the way, all the way to the end, down this long, 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 long corridor. And he said, I think you'll see it there. So we go down to the dead end, we turn left, and we're going down this long hallway, and it's getting darker and darker and darker and darker. It was clearly a hallway that was never used, and I don't know where it went to or what the purpose was. All I remember is that it was very, very, very dark. It was not lit hardly at all. It was not intended for any kind of use. And we kept walking and walking, and finally we got to the very end. And there was a small bust of John Knox with a tiny little plaque under it, and uh, we could barely read it. It was so dark. Uh, John Knox, Pastor St. Giles, blah, 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 blah. Couldn't find it. It was not displayed for anyone to see. And then you've probably heard the rest of the story. Um, John Knox was buried um, in the courtyard of St. Giles. And by far the most famous person buried in the cemetery of the courtyard. And we asked, where is the grave of John Knox? And here was the answer. Uh, we're not sure anymore. His grave had been well marked. I mean, he was John Knox, the founder of the Presbyterian Church, one of the largest Christian denominations in history. Well, then they needed more parking. And so they paved over the cemetery, and they paved over with asphalt the grave of John Knox. You would think they would have moved his body, disinterred it, you know. No, 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 no. They didn't dig him up. They just they just paved over it. And there was a brass plaque in the parking lot that designated where he had been buried. Something had happened to the brass plaque. Nobody really knew how or when or whatever. And so the answer was uh, he's buried somewhere out there in the parking lot, but we're no longer, we're not really certain any longer 
where. But St. Giles is a United Nations World Heritage Site. But nothing about John Knox and his spiritual heritage, his leadership, his role in the Reformation, his role in founding one of the largest Christian denominations in in world history, completely forgotten. But the building, the United Nations World Heritage Site, never forget that. And I can guarantee that while the queen is lying in state, and by the way, that should be ending because they're, what, six hours ahead, so I think it's around 10 o'clock in the evening over there, there will be no mention of John Knox or his influence. Anyway, her body is lying in state in St. Giles Cathedral in Edinburgh, Scotland, I believe um, that will be the last of the tributes in Scotland, and then her body will be uh, taken. I and again, I could be wrong on this. I believe it'll be taken to uh, Buckingham Palace tomorrow, and thousands of people will be there. Obviously, at uh, at Buckingham Palace. All right. Really didn't intend to take that much time for my uh, St. Giles story. Isn't that amazing, though? Paved over his grave. And they're not even sure where it's at now. Hmm. 877-BOB-LIVE. We'll be back. Talk radio that makes a difference. Makes a difference. This is Bob Bernie Live. I have an honest question. How long? How long are they going to continue these evil anti-science experiments on children? So, well, Bob, that sounds really grotesque. Yeah. Evil anti-science experiments on children. Well, who's doing that? Much of the American pediatric family community with the support of left-leaning politicians, including the president of the United States. You know what I'm talking about. Transgenderism. I keep telling you this. The rest of the world is turning the opposite direction of America. European medical officials, as well as Great Britain, have raised serious concerns about the transgender drugs and surgeries in direct contradiction to what's going on here in America. Can I give you some examples? I'll try to get through it as quick as I can. The Swedish 
National Board of Health and Welfare, quote, recommends restraint with transgender drugs and surgeries. The Swedish National Board of Health and Welfare has released guidance that officially recommends against puberty blockers for children. The guidance reversed its previous position in 2015. Here's what's happening. The the world medical community said, yeah, give them puberty blockers if they're confused about we got to allow kids to be their real self. That's all changing. Everywhere but here in America. Uh, a member of the board of the Swedish National Board of Health and Welfare said, and I quote, listen to this carefully, increased knowledge is needed, among other things, about the effects of the treatments on gender dysphoria and the mental health and quality of life of minors in both the short and long term. In other words, what do we, we don't have enough information. The Swedish Board of Medical and Social Evaluation concluded, quote, there is no evidence to support puberty-blocking drugs for children. That's Sweden. Great Britain. The National Institute of Health and Care Excellence released two meta-reviews of literature on the use of puberty blockers and cross-sex hormones recently. The review of nine studies to justify the use of transgender drugs revealed a lack of quality, including control groups. The National Institute of Health in Great Britain looked at these supposed studies that said, yeah, it's good to give the puberty blockers, and they came up with the fact they were faulty in their conclusions. The so-called evidence for puberty blockers did not exist in the studies reviewed by the British Health Organization. Those are the same studies the medical community here in America are still holding on to. France. The French Academy of Medicine released a statement that concluded that children should not be given puberty blockers. Quote, Great medical caution must be taken in children and adolescents given the vulnerability, particularly psychological, of this population and the many undesirable effects and even serious complications that some of the available therapies can cause. The use of puberty blockers must take into account the side effects, such as impact on growth, bone weakening, risk of infertility, emotional intellectual consequences, and for girls, symptoms reminiscent of menopause. So you got Sweden, Britain, France. I'm going to run out of time. Uh, How about Finland? Finnish health officials have also become concerned about the use of puberty blockers in minors. The Council for Choices in Healthcare in Finland, an advisory board of the National Health Service, issued new new recommendations recently, and they urge caution when giving puberty blockers to children. Um, 
Hormonal interventions uh, on minors can only begin if it can be ascertained that their identity as the other sex is a permanent nature and causes severe dysphoria. In addition, it must be confirmed that the young person is able to understand the significance of irreversible treatments, the benefits and disadvantages associated with lifelong hormone therapy, and that no contraindications are present, they said. And I could go on. All over the world, medical communities are taking an about-face on this whole transgender thing. And they're coming to the conclusion, we were wrong. The studies that we were given were insufficient. They were faulty. They were shallow. What we were doing was harming children we're not going to do it anymore. All over the world. Except for America. With this much evidence and this much information, I cannot imagine that there will not be hundreds of lawsuits from young people who have been harmed irreversibly by puberty blockers, sexual assignment drugs, hormone treatment, when there was so much information to the harmful effects and the American medical community ignored it. Wow. Hey, folks, have a great evening, but please remember whose you are. Listen. Listen. Think. Think. Discern. Discern. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.